Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hucett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And welcome back to the show. We, uh, we're going to be talking Canaries baseball here in the second half with Mike Meyer, the, the manager of the team. But uh, before we start talking baseball, Mike, I got to ask you, <clears throat> you had shoulder surgery last was it last Thursday? And I'm, I, yeah. well, well, what was the prognosis? What did, what happened? Was it, was this a rotator cuff thing? Yeah, I had surgery on Thursday. Um, so during spring training, I was hitting ground balls and, you know, I had one swing and I felt it didn't feel right. I tried another one and the bat went flying out of my hand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a couple days I went into the training room and they said more than likely you got a torn labrum. So got an MRI and found out it was much worse than a torn labrum. I broke off about a nickel-sized piece of cartilage that was jammed in my joint. And so every time I moved my left arm, it was just fraying and doing more damage. So we had to try to get it out of there as soon as possible. Um, you know, so had su- successful surgery on Thursday, had that removed, and they removed my bicep tendon and drilled a hole and put it, reattached it in my humerus. So it was... Uh, it was a little tough those first couple of days. Yep, I um, I had surgery for prostate cancer back in April, and and uh, in May in March I had uh, injured my left shoulder uh, moving furniture, I believe, and I noticed it the next day. I didn't even notice it when it happened. I noticed it the next day when we went to go play golf at Golf Addiction, and uh, I took a swing, and it was like, oh, that didn't feel quite right. <laughs> and uh so I went and played in a golf tournament in, in one of our golf tournaments in April and on my first swing on my first full swing I about ended up on the ground I was in so much pain. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm so now, now I'm getting my prostate cancer surgery so I'm thinking all right I got a couple of months here of doing nothing with my shoulder to hurt it maybe it'll be better when I you know when I rest it for 2 months. <laughs> first first time I took a swing which was on my 100 holes of golf day I was back in that same boat. So, yeah. Um, luckily, right now, it's not looking like surgery. I've been doing rehab now for several weeks, and good for you. I, yeah, I'm just hoping. But both my shoulders have, have been bad over the years, so I, I can't imagine. I I know how horrible the pain is that you were going through because the first thing I, when when I found out you had surgery, I asked. Uh, um, Tanner, I said, "Well, why do you have surgery in the middle of the season?" This explains it. Yeah, yeah, it was not something that I wanted to do, um, but we needed to get that piece out, you know, just so it didn't destroy my shoulder, you know, any further, uh, or else I would have obviously waited until after the season. But um, you know, it's it's feeling much better. I, you know, I've been back in the in the dugout the last couple of days. I, I, I tried to make it the first couple of days, made it through about an inning or two and then came in the clubhouse and just laid down but uh you know back in the in the in the dugout and you know just not able to coach third but everything else is is you know back to normal i don't think if you've been through this i i know that i've a couple of times had to go in for cortisone shots and then done rehab and somehow miraculously it got better and it didn't seem possible but i remember before i had the cortisone shots with my shoulders being in so much pain that I couldn't even reach in my pocket to pull my keys out. Yeah, it was it was not fun. You know, being on those bus rides was tough. And, you know, little things like putting my backpack on, getting my shirt off, taking yep. the covers off. You know, everything I did 
it just was constant. So I'm very thankful that uh, Dr. Oliver did the surgery and, you know, I'm through that part of it. Now it's on to PT and trying to get some of that mobility and strength back. Well, just be patient with the whole thing because that's not something you can rush. No, definitely not. Mike Meyer is our guest. All right, so how nice was it the last couple of games in particular? I'm going to just say last night because uh, you had a good series against over the weekend, but then you had Kansas City coming to town last night for the first of four, and they've yeah. got the best record in the league. They're, they're the best team yeah. in the American Association. To win a game like that, what does that do for the um, enthusiasm and, and all that for your team? Because this is kind of a critical point in the season where either you get better and you make the playoffs or yeah. you go the wrong direction. Yeah, and we've been playing a lot better. You know, after that first maybe two weeks of the season, we've been playing right around 500 baseball, maybe a game over 500. So, you know, we've been pretty confident in that aspect, but we just kind of haven't got over that hump, um, you know, and have a couple of good series, you know, back-to-back. And then obviously last night, not only did we beat Kansas City in dramatic fashion, but, you know, our number one starting pitcher, our all-star, you know, popped his hammy in the third inning, and now all of a sudden we're going to the bullpen against the best lineup in the league. And for them to do what they did yesterday, uh, you know, giving up one run, I think it was six and two-thirds innings to keep us in the game, you know, and obviously Jabari hits the massive home run in the eighth inning to tie the game at two. Uh, and then, you know, Jordan Barth, who's just been unbelievable for us and comes up with clutch hits, uh, you know, came up with another big one in the ninth. It was uh, it was pretty special, and, you know, hopefully we can get a good outing out of another young kid, Chris Harden, tonight on the mound, and, and, and we can keep this thing rolling. Yeah, walk-off hits are pretty rare when you think about it. And for, this is three now for Jordan this year, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and then they've been all special. Um, yeah, it's, you know, he's been great. He hits in the middle of our lineup. He comes up with big swings, you know, all the time. Um, you know, personally, I think he got snubbed. He should have been on the all-star team this year. Um, he's he's deserved it. I think he's been, you know, the best shortstop in our division, um, you know, but He's a young guy, and, you know, not a lot of the teams have seen him play, um, you know, but he's been special for us. And he's been coming up with clutch hits, and, you know, uh, Jabari started off really slow. He's starting to swing a little bit, so we've got some momentum going, and I think, you know, with Jordan in the middle of that mix, it's been it's been key for our lineup. Yeah, and I, I know that, that Jabari had to be terribly, terribly uh, disappointed with how things are going, and you know this, in baseball, when you get in a rut, it's really hard to get out of it, even if you're a veteran like Jabari. And I, I'm just so excited for him to now be hitting some home runs and contributing because I know how much that means to him. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, he's always like the, you know, happy-go-lucky guy, having fun in the dugout, keeping us loose. And, you know, there was a stretch for about three weeks where he just wasn't the same personality. He was down on himself. He knew that he kept coming up in big situations and he wasn't getting it done for us. And, you know, we were falling short by a run here or there. And, you know, he was putting a lot on his shoulders and it doesn't matter how many times I say it or some of his teammates say, Hey, just relax. We got you. You know, you're going to be all right. Until he actually believes it, you know, and he started to turn around, get, had a couple of big swings for us. He started to accept the fact that they were just going to kind of pitch around him. He started taking his walks and then, you know, guys behind him like Mike Hart and, and Wellington Dotel started, you know, getting some big swings and they couldn't start, you know, they couldn't keep walking Jabari. And the next thing you know, he's been, he's been really hitting well for us. I think he's all, almost all the way up to 250 now. Um, and it wasn't long ago he was hitting a, you know, a buck 90. So, 
um, it's it's been nice to see him get it going and, and get hot when we need him. Well, and and plus the fact he is one of your player coaches, you need him to be a positive, uplifting guy, which is his normal personality is that. Sure. But even though baseball is a team sport, it is so individual. It's it's yeah. different than all other sports in that respect. It's completely different. It's a team sport that's solely based on one-on-one matchups the entire game. And, uh, you know, it's mentally grueling. We play every day. We don't get days off. Um, you know, and a guy like Jabari who makes his money and helps our team winning by doing one specific thing, when you're not able to do that, and he doesn't, you know, he's been playing a little bit of outfield, but he doesn't normally play defense, he can't go out there and make a diving play to save the game. You know, so it can start to wear you down a little bit mentally and emotionally. And, and so he's also my roommate here, so... It's much nicer these days in the apartment, uh, you know, having Jabari hitting and, and feeling good and, and, and contributing, you know, because he's in much better moods. So how do you guys need to – how – what kind of a record do you need to make the playoffs, do you think? Uh, I think if we can get in the upper, four, you know, 40s, we'll have a really good shot. Um, you know, our division is really tough. Um Lincoln and Sioux City have been hot. You know, we've been playing much better. We've been climbing the ranks, but they're winning. Fargo's on a really bad downslide. I think they're one and nine in their last ten, so they've come back to earth a little bit. And obviously, we've got Kansas City, who's been steamrolling teams. Um, you know, so we're as bad as the beginning of the season went. I think we're like four games out of the playoffs, and we're chasing two teams. Um, you know, so we got a really good shot. You know, of really getting back into that. And we've played. Uh, the probably the tougher half of our schedule in the first half. Um, after this series, we'll be you know almost done with playing Kansas City. We play them one more time at their place. Um, you know we've played Fargo uh, you know twice. We played Lincoln three times. So you know we'll have a little bit. I don't want to say easier because every team in our league is good, but it's not as demanding of a schedule as we started off the season. And you know I think our pitching staff. You know, we've kind of redone our pitching staff, and it's been throwing the ball really well. It's been middle of the pack, if not above that, you know, the last 25, 30 games for us. So having that consistency in our pitching staff, you know, the guys feel really comfortable. We just got to kind of get all of our pieces in the lineup going at the same time, and I think we can make a really good run at it. Yeah, your pitching staff was horrible to start the year, as you know. Uh, Yeah. I mean, when you score 12 runs and you lose by six, yeah, you just can't do that. You can't win without solid pitching, and it that's been the biggest improvement, hasn't it? It has been. We've been really throwing the ball well, and it, you know, honestly, I think your, our lineup would tell you that the last twenty five thirty games when we've not got it done, it's because they haven't scored enough runs, and we've left too many guys in in scoring position, and you know, haven't driven them in. We, you know, we've had a lot of games where we've lost three to two, two to one. Um, because our staff has been really throwing the ball well. Uh, it's a little blow having Akeem Bostic, you know, hurt his hammy last night, but, you know, uh, the Augie kid, uh, Seth Miller is going to step in in that spot in his rotation for the meantime, and he's been throwing the ball well for us. You know, we just have, you know, five guys, well, with Seth, six guys that we feel like we can run out there every night that are going to give us a chance to win, and our, and our bullpen has really come along. That's been, I think, the biggest improvement we've had i mean it's a completely brand new bullpen other than you know probably charlie hasty and and christian johnson but 
you know, all these young guys are really stepping up and throwing the ball well for us. And, and like I said, we went six and two-thirds innings yesterday, gave up one run, I think three hits against the best lineup in the league with the wind blowing out. So you can't say that too often. Yeah, that was like almost a bullpen game. In fact, you know, yeah. uh, Callie Connors, who's my intern for the summer, she, you know, I, I said, stay for the whole game. It's You can do this. And thank goodness we got the highlights of uh, Jabari's home run, which I think might still be rolling Oh, my goodness. Uh, did it make it over to Dal Rummel? Well, that's what I said to these guys. I think it one-hopped it. I, I tell you, if that ball didn't land on the street, it was certainly close to landing on the street. That's I, I think that's the furthest ball I've ever seen Jabari hit and one of the furthest balls I've ever seen hit. I gave up a home run years ago here that was very similar, um, but I think Jabari's might have been further. But you guys don't measure home runs here, though, do you? Well, we have the new Rap Soto, um, you know, whatever the cameras that are behind home plate. Uh, I, when Ty Colbreth gets in here, he's the one that pulls up all the data for us. So I'm going to see if he can, if it actually caught it, because they've been hit or miss if they're working. But that's one of the things that's supposed to be able to see launch angle, exit velo, and projected distance. So oh. I'd re- I'd really like to see what what it says on that. Now, granted, it's not going to include. The wind was blowing out to left as well on top of it, but it'll tell us, you know, hey, without wind, that ball went 450 feet, so we can, you know, assume that it was further than that. Okay, so so this will take into consideration the weather conditions? Shouldn't it it just be however far it it landed, regardless of the weather? Yeah, it doesn't, because it only catches, you know, the exit velocity and the spin and the launch angle off of the bat. And so if it's perfectly calm, you know, whatever humidity day, this is how far it would go. So it can't tell you exactly. Now, if we had what the big leagues have where they have, like, the cameras and all that sort of thing, they can give you the exact distance on how far the ball went. Well, go to the website for Dakota News now because you you can see it. Um, You can see the ball rolling out toward the street. I I bet. That was a bomb. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and Jabari is just so much fun. You you need he's him awesome. to be playing well for your team to reach where you need to be. Absolutely, and he's starting to get it rolling. And you know, we I was telling uh, Duel the other day, we haven't had a stretch of the season yet where we've had our three best players all playing well together. Mike Hart, Jabari Henry, and Darnell Sweeney. Darnell carried us for a while. He's in a bit of a slump. Jabari was awful at the beginning of the year. He's starting to tear it up. Mike's been really consistent for us. He's a little banged up, so he's. You know, he's not been the same, and he's probably going to get a you know a couple of days off here to try to get healed up. So if we can ever get a stretch where all three of them are healthy and they're all, you know, doing what they do, you know, watch out for the birds. So as somebody who has been a pitching coach much longer than you have been a, a manager, uh, what is it you like about Seth Miller, other than the fact that he's a bulldog? He's a bulldog. Um, he throws strikes. That's always, you know, key number one. Um, he's got a plus-plus pitch in his curveball. He's also got a really good slider to add and a changeup to add. The biggest criticism I have of Seth and what we've talked about, you know, multiple times, um, at this level with the veteran hitters in our league, he has to throw his fastball. When he gets into, you know, jams here and there, he starts to really, you know, go heavy on breaking balls, sliders and curveballs. And our veteran hitters, they just, if you're not going to throw the fastball, they just eliminate it. They don't, they don't even care to try to be on time for your fastball, and they wait for you to make a mistake with that breaking ball. 
And the two outings he's had where he's had, you know, you know, bad outings, it's it's because of that. He stopped throwing his fastball. So when he throws his fastball, which maybe doesn't light up the radar gun, it's going to be 87-89, but it's a good fastball because it's got late movement, and when you put that with how special his curveball is, it's tough on hitters because now they got to be on time for 89, but they also have to try to stay back on that big breaking ball. Um, you know, so once I think he gets, you know, the feel and he figures it out, you know, the sky's the limit for him. And he also is pretty durable because he threw over 140 pitches in the, in the one game for Augie against Mankato. Yeah. You just don't see that anymore. You don't. You don't. And it's one of the reasons why we haven't rushed him into the rotation here. You know, he logged a ton of innings at Augustana. You know, we wanted to kind of see if we could get him into a role where he's coming in throwing, you know, three outs, maybe six outs for us out of the bullpen, you know, every three or four days just so he doesn't have that extended workload because that can happen a lot of the time for these college guys. You know, they've already put in a 60, 65 game schedule and now you're bringing them in the mix for another 60 games here. That's a lot of workload for those guys, especially when they haven't got used to pitching for the starters every fifth day. They're used to pitching once a week. You know, it's a big difference when, when you get into pro ball and you're playing every day, you know, and you have to get into that, you know, once every fifth day rotation. So, He's going to stand in there in, in Bostick's spot, but we'll see how it goes. And, and, and hopefully Bostick comes back strong and we can put him back into the bullpen because he's been a big you know, contributor there. And then we'll look at him to start next year for us. Is it a hamstring strain or did he blow it? So he he didn't blow it, blow it, which is good. Um, it was not good last night. I, I can hear him through my door of the office here coming in, talking to the guy, saying he's feeling much better. Um Megan and Zach, our trainers, have been fantastic. Megan told me yesterday she doesn't think it's going to be too, too bad. It's probably going to be two weeks. Um, but we got the All-Star break coming up. It's, it's un, you know, it stinks for him because he's not going to be able to pitch in the All-Star game. But those four days off, you know, will obviously help. So maybe he only misses one or two starts. Well, yeah. And plus, if you make the All-Star team, whether you get to pitch in the game or not, you're an All-Star. So that's... You're still an All-Star, absolutely. Um, so what's the hardest part for you coming through – so shoulder surgery last Thursday, I'm guessing so much of what you do involves, even if it's just the social social aspect of being one of your, with one of your ball players. you're generally, aren't you like playing catch out on the field while you're talking? Oh, yeah. Well, I usually, I'll either jump in and play catch with it or catch some of the pitchers in their side sessions or in between innings. But, you know, I hit all the fungos. I can't do that now. I throw usually a, group, a round or two of BP. Can't do that either. Uh, coach third base, you know, Doc doesn't want me doing that either. So it's a little bit of an adjustment for me in that aspect. So, uh, you know, just trying to spend a little bit more time talking, teaching, doing what I can, you know, as far as, you know, mental side of things or plan or approach as opposed to getting out there physically and, you know, being able to kind of work with the guys. So, you know, obviously, Hart, Ty, Colbreth, and, and Jabari as player coaches, but Charlie Hasty and Jose Cruz, who you know are back in bullpen guys, have been taking all the workload, hitting all the, the the fungos and ground balls to our infielders. And you know, we've kind of been rotating whoever's coaching third. Yesterday, it was Mitchell Walters, one of our starting pitchers. So it's kind of whoever uh, you know wants to or is available. It's it's tryouts to see who our best third base coach is for now. So it's amazing the things you take for granted. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I was, you know, messing with our uh, trainer Megan yesterday. You know, like, who'd have thought that getting changed or showering could be this difficult? Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's the most painful part of my day. So, 
Well, it'll get better. Trust me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it'll get better, and just but but do what the doc tells you, please. I know. I that's my wife harps on me every day. So I've been trying to listen. I'm doing my PT and not overdoing it, and you know, just trying to stay calm and still in the dugout, and not get too excited. Yep. I I I fought all impulse to hit a full shot on Sunday at, out at the <laughs> golf course. I'm chipping and putting. And going out there and hanging with my buddies, and I'm having a good time. So I think that's the worst part of it. I, you know, I always bring my golf clubs up here to Falls. There's a bunch of courses I love playing. I haven't brought them out yet because it was right away in spring training when I heard it. So unfortunately, no tee times for me this summer. No, nope. we'll do it next year. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Mike. Thanks a bunch. Thanks for having me on. You bet, Mike Meyer. This guy had more issues with his eyes. The minute he first came out of surgery, he walked in with a huge grin on his face. And for the first time since he was a little kid, he could see perfect. Going to Vance Thompson Vision was an easy experience. If you're going to trust your eyes to anybody, trust them to a leader in that field. When it came time for me to make a decision about where we were going to go for my LASIK surgery, there was no question that it would be Vance Thompson Vision. Call 877-522-EYES to schedule a free consultation. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to BillionAuto.com slash fleet. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out. You find yourself saying, not today, when you really wish you could. If you've been avoiding the activities you used to love, make a change. The expert team at Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can guide you through a full scope of orthopedic care. We have surgical and non-surgical treatment options that manage your pain to get you back in action. Because life is better with the freedom to move. Learn more at SanfordHealth.org. Jeff Gould here. One of our daughters bought a mattress online for only $400. It's 18 months later. She's moving out. Leaving the mattress behind says it was a waste of money. That's why I tell people, go to Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Yes, price is important. More is who you buy it from. Don't waste your time and money on the cheap stuff. Get quality. Visit Comfort King Mattress Factory. They're the best in the market. Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Sweet dreams and better health await you. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career. Like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. I'm Brian Corey of Corey Insurance. And I'm Sheldon Kosky. We've been working together for over 30 years. My dad, Randy Corey, started the business, and we've been taking care of all our customers' insurance needs since 1970. Whether it's your home, auto, or business, we are a trusted choice, independent agency with access to all the products you need to keep you protected, and there's no better feeling than that. Our customers are like family. We get to know your situation and match your needs to our best and most affordable insurance options. Whether you are new to Sioux Falls or a longtime resident, Corey Insurance is your trusted choice. And Brian, we've carried on the tradition of supporting the local community in a wide variety of activities. 
We live in the best part of the world, and we want to make sure it stays that way for you. We're Corey Insurance. Coverage, commitment, and value since 1970. Call us at 605-336-6303 or check out our website at coreyinsurance.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. You know, during that break, we just heard Denise talking about what a great place Arby's is to work. I, It's also a great place to eat. And, uh, and you think about it, if you work there, you get to eat there, too. That's that's a bonus. Uh, but, yeah, Arby's is, without a doubt, the place to go if you just want a meal, if you just want a treat. doesn't matter what it is. If you want a full-blown meal, you can get that. If you just want, hey, think of curly fries as a treat. You can go and get your treats at Arby's. And you can also get them at Lewis Drug. Uh, Lewis Drug has, has grown from... Where they did, where they were in 1942 is when they started. I believe that's the right year. They just turned 81 here last February, uh, which is amazing. 60 locations for Lewis Drug is what it's grown to. From that original location in downtown Sioux Falls, they take care of their customers. I, I can personally attest to it. They've always been there for me. They're not only my first stop, they're my only stop. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hag Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.